Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Ask us anything, any old thing. Seriously, we will answer your questions, or at least we'll hear your question and decide if we're going to answer it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, uh, 651 641 1071. I know we're going to be doing something like this a little bit later. uh, And you can, by the way, listen to our 20th anniversary, 20th birthday bash between three and six. At mytalk1071.com. You can also see it uh, streaming live at mytalk1071.com or on the YouTubes. But right here, right now, Colleen and Bradley are doing an Ask Us Anything. 651. We're warming it up. 651-641-1071. We've gotten some emails. And don't be shy. Give us a call. Um, But uh, Bradley, do you want to start with one of the email questions that we got? Yes, Queen. Okay, uh, we got a question from Lori. Who's the gal's voice used on the commercials? What's her story? Why isn't she heard (laughs) from on a regular basis? We may never know. Well, you can know right now, Lori. Uh, Her name is Zoe. And actually, she was just here yesterday. In fact, I saw her in the flesh, which hardly ever happens. I was going to say, she's kind of like a unicorn. She is. She's the MyTalk unicorn. Yeah, but if you you get lucky if you get a chance to actually see her. Because very often... In the past, she didn't live locally, and so she would do uh, her voice work from afar. But Zoe is um, has been an actress in the Twin Cities. You would have seen her on stage at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Um, and she is a very, very talented woman. And this is kind of like she's a mom. And this is a thing that she does, and we love having her, and her voice is so great. Oh, and it's a wonderful voice. It's yeah. perfect for what it is. And I bet, like, if you saw her out and about, you didn't see her, but if you all of a sudden heard her voice, oh, yeah. you'd turn around and be like, oh my God, it's the lady from my That's talk. the my talk voice. So we love Zoe. She's absolutely fabulous, and she's great at what she does. And that voice that uh, kind of brings character to the station, um, that's all Zoe. So she's amazing. Zoe. Uh, 651-641-1071. Ask us anything. Uh, I know that uh, Josh is fielding some calls, but let's do another one of the email ones, Bradley. Sure. Uh, This is a question from um, uh, Carrie. And Carrie says, is there a, or it could be Kari, is there a story or a celebrity you're just sick and tired of reporting on and or talking about? Oof, that's a good question. Oh my goodness, I just realized too. We got a bunch of tweets too. Um, you go first, Brad. Oh, I see what you did there. I know. Um, no, I look. It would be easy to say like the Kardashians, mm-hmm. but frankly, the Kardashians give us an opportunity to talk about so many things that I think are worth talking about. They're the gift that I keeps wish, on giving. I wish. I mean, let's be clear. I wish that they were more interesting as people and by that i mean that the 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 things that they give us the opportunity to talk about are certainly very interesting and i'm fascinated 
But it's actually, actually, I want to adjust what I just said a little bit, because I think I would actually be far more interested in talking about them if they were more forthcoming about what life is really like Mm -hmm. being who they are, because I am fascinated by them as a uh, pop cultural phenomenon in terms of what makes them tick? How does it really work? How is the sausage really made? What's it like behind the scenes? Like, I have questions. I really wish it wasn't, you know, talking about Chloe's latest, you know, regret with Tristan Thompson. Mm -hmm. I wish it was more like, you know, how did Kim end up like real talk? Like, how did Kim end up, um, you know, starting skims or something like that? Like, I think the real stories are probably far more interesting than the sort of detritus that they throw at us. Um, you know, that's been pre-programmed and pre-produced and vetted. Manufactured. manufactured, Yeah. yeah. You know, you're right. I think, um, yeah, the easy answer would be the Kardashians. I I will say this. There are times where I do get tired of talking about a certain story. And if we ever do, we kind of, if it's something that we've covered a lot of, we'll find a way to just cover what we need to cover and do something more fun. But I don't, I don't think there's anybody that I'm just absolutely exhausted talking about. You yeah, well, you know who I like, I'm so glad we don't have to talk about anymore is Ghislaine Maxwell oh. and or um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. Those were gross days. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I mean, anytime, yeah, Cosby, like all of those although, stories, they're gross. See, now I go back to, although I just listened to an interview yesterday with the author of that uh, book, Hollywood Ending, um, about Harvey Weinstein, and I'm like fascinated and want to read the book because I am just completely mm-hmm. fascinated by how Hollywood allowed that man and didn't just allow, but sort of like fostered this, this you know, fiend to um, just sexually assault his way across Hollywood for decades. So what you just said actually made me want to just change the way we answer that question, because I think the real answer to that is, even if we are exhausted about talking about a certain story, we'll find a thing that does interest us about it. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of the fun part of what we do. Let's go to the phones, should we? We've got Jason on the line. Hello, Jason. Yes. Hi, Jason. You can ask us anything. What's your question? Well, my question relates back to the earlier conversation you guys were having about your favorite My Talk moment. Uh-huh. And much time ago, I used to listen to Jason and Alexis in the afternoon, and this wonderful lady uh, named Wanda Wisdom would call in the, on the yeah. show, and she was out riding around on her burrow. And I wondered if Wanda Wisdom ever got off from her burrow. I wonder or if where she still is. Riding around. That's a great that question, a great Jason. Question, thank Jason. you so much, Bradley. You truly were a, a very, very, very close friend of oh, Wanda Wisdom. Very close. Have you heard from her recently? Well, she's she. Uh, the word on the street is that she's napping still. And that's not a long. Oh, it is no. a lot. It's kind of like a you know. Like a hibernation? No, I think it's more like a Cinderella nap. You okay. know, like she's just waiting for Prince Charming <laughs> to kiss her on the lips and she'll wake up again. I'm not really sure what, what Wanda's been up to lately. Not much, though. Did she get off she the burrow, She talked though? a lot. I, she, I, 
I would not be surprised if she's still on a burrow somewhere headed to some big event. So for the people who don't know, Wanda Wisdom used to show up at like the Olympics, for example, and mm-hmm. report live for Jason and Alexis. I mean, she got around. She did. She went to sporting events. Yeah. She went to theater events, movie premieres. I mean, she was everywhere. Um, But she's napping now. Yeah. she's She has decided, unlike most celebrities, to shun the spotlight uh, for a period of time to just get away from them. And to give it over to someone else. Yeah. How lovely. Let somebody else shine for a moment. She's a giver. Um, I want to ask this question from Rita. This one just got emailed in. She said, did you know each other, meaning us two, before we started our show, or did we meet on the air? Do you want to take that one? Uh, yeah, we did not know each other. And in fact, we did not know each other until we came together, not on the air, but mm-hmm. in the office of one um, B. Arthur, who put us in a room together. Yes. And then locked the door and was like, you two figure out how to get along. <laughs> and it took like no time at yeah. all for us to end up thinking like, hey, we could do this on yeah. the air. And we did. Yeah. And we keep doing it. No, so no, the truth is, no, we did not know each other yeah, before we had a show. True. And we both together. worked with everybody on the station, I think, for the most part. We both got around a lot. Yeah. But hadn't <laughs> worked true. with each other. Had not yet worked with each other. So that is truly you've you've all been party if you've been listening for the last ten years, you've been party to the entire arc of our relationship. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Maybe Charles. not the entire That's arc. true. No, the on air. Like, you've seen it through. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no there's things we don't put on the air. Uh, Charles is on uh, the phone. Let's go to Charles. Hi, Charles. Hi, it's me again. Hi, well, hey, thank Charles. Thank you for calling twice, Welcome Charles. Back. Clear Blue Easy. Oh, Cleo Blue Easy. Oh, Miss Cleo, Cleo Blue, Blue Easy. Yep. You know, yep. are you wondering where whatever happened to her? Yes. Okay. She's napping with Wanda she Wisdom. She is, actually. Now, that is a <laughs> okay. scandal. Look for that on the next yeah. uh, issue of Us Magazine. Thanks, Charles, for your call. You know, she doesn't, you. She, she doesn't show up a lot, and I think one of the reasons why is because... Or, so, for those of you who don't know, Miss Cleo Blue Easy was a... Was a um, what did she call herself? Like a she human... Was, she was a like, uh, pregnancy psychic. Yeah. And she could tell if a celebrity was pregnant, uh, and she would sort of appear... I never met her. She would appear, uh, you, uh, oddly, kind of like Snuffleupagus, mm-hmm. she would appear only when Colleen had taken a bathroom break yeah. or had something else to do. She would... Yeah suddenly show up out of nowhere and then just as quickly as she'd shown up she would disappear in a cloud of blue smoke that smelled vaguely of urine yeah so i haven't seen her in a while and i think maybe i don't know if i were to guess maybe one of the reasons why is because i don't know the celebrities just tell us they're pregnant now we don't have to guess yeah well it used to be it used to be she used to get a lot of work from you know because it would be like did so and so eat a ham sandwich or is she pregnant yeah it's true but not anymore i don't know they just Stopped writing about it in that way. So, I don't know. Maybe she's out uh, predicting other things now. She should get a job with the Daily Mail. They'd hire her. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, uh, you know what we're going to do, Bradley? I'm going to do some um, on-air production because I learned something in the break here. And what I learned was that our friend Rocco, who usually, uh, when Holly's absent, does the throwback live for us, he's swamped because I don't know if you know this. We've got a big party coming up, so he's getting ready for the big party. Do you want to just keep the conversation going? So what I was going to say is, we're going to take some. We've got some leftovers. Maybe we'll do that at the end of the show to kind of to kind of get us into the mood for the big birthday bash. We'll kind of start early, but when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, so just know if you asked a question, yes, if you asked. The question 
Um, don't, don't worry, worry about we'll it. We'll talk about it later. Um, but when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do one of the things that we do best. We're going to get the Cobra gang together because uh, there's a story about Kylie Jenner and Chris Jenner and a judgment. And we're going to talk about it. All righty. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, we do have a, a little bit of a mystery to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. This one involves Kylie Jenner and Chris Jenner. And uh, we should probably get the car game together. Let's do Whenever it. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double double with a Cobra game. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with Oh, Chris Jenner, you guys, she's worried. She's worried about Kylie. Something very specific, in fact, that the world has been discussing regarding Kylie of late. And, hmm, I just wonder why she's worried or if she really is worried. What's Chris Jenner up to? Hmm. What's she worried about? Well, according to Emily Smith over at page six, Chris Jenner is worried about Kylie's spending. Because I don't know if you remember of late, Kylie uh, was bragging about her jet. Remember, she and uh, she and uh, who's her man again? Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. So she and Travis Scott, she posted this photo back on the 15th of July, just a few days ago, where um, it was the, the two of them kissing or holding each other in between their private jets. And the caption was, do you want to take yours or mine? Ugh. She actually said, mine or yours. I roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're all like, oh, that's totally relatable. Yeah. Uh, but then, of course, you remember there's this whole conversation about her like three minute flight, which was actually a 15 minute flight or 17 minute flight. I don't know. Like short flights on her private jet. We got in this whole conversation about how expensive those are mm-hmm. and how wasteful they are and how extravagant and bad for the planet they are okay so that's where we were and then oh my god you saw kylie pop out at target with her kids and they're like target we love target just kicking it at the dollar spot like the rest of us do relatable right that was a shocker Mm -hmm. anyway so according to a source or an insider as emily smith says chris jenner is reportedly concerned about kylie's extravagant spending quote Kylie's been spending so much that after she bought the jet, her mom had to step in and tell her, slow down. Because, of course, I don't know if you know this, that jet cost $72 million. Holy bucket. $72 million. And, like, a 10-minute flight costs, like, uh, you know, $1,500 or some dumb thing. Right? So... Thank you. So this, uh, I just want to make sure there's nothing else from this particular source. Um, Chris is urging her to be more responsible with her money. Make wise investments. But Kylie, 24, she has her own. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Brand, she does what she wants. Okay. Okay, so that's the story, and I say to that, what is really going on here? Well, you know, I I say the same thing because I'm confused by the messaging. Um, Because remember when they were trying to show us that Kylie was the youngest self-made billionaire on the cover of Forbes? Yeah, allegedly, supposedly. Right. And then they were like, no. But... But also we're like, but she's super rich and very successful. So then I think to myself, she's just doing what rich and successful people do. Right. Because you looked through the flight logs. You saw all the other uh, OLR she's people, not alone. Yeah. Who were doing the same kinds of stuff. So I think to myself, if I if I'm Chris Jenner and I want to keep up the ruse that this is one rich kid. She's not a kid. She's 24. But that she's as rich as we want people to think she is, because, again, they did take away the title. Not really. But, you know, we sort of learned that it wasn't as true as they wanted us to think it was. Mm -hmm. Like, don't you wouldn't you be okay with her showing that? Well, but I but remember. So, yes. And remember, of course, that um, this is not denying her wealth. This is actually stating again, restating her wealth. Like the criticism of her spending a lot of money is still saying she's really wealthy. Yeah. And that she's is just out of touch. That is what the Kardashian brand is, is like they've all got lots of money. So this right. is not contra- uh, contrary. I just wonder if this is a pushback to all of the people going, oh my God, like we want you to think we're rich, but we also want you to think we're relatable. And so insofar as Kylie does not look relatable, Mm -hmm. then we need to at least on some level push back. Now, that, like, who knows? And that requires a lot of mental gymnastics. um, Because I do also think when it comes to Kylie versus even Kim, less so, that, like, Kylie's, like, that generation, like, ostentation expressions of wealth is not, like, frowned upon. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Like, right. Right. So like for her key demographic, like, right, it's aspirational. So seeing her with all the money is not a bad thing. Chris Jenner, though, her brand is like, I'm a shrewd businesswoman. So maybe in that sure. she's just trying to reaffirm her own brand that I, I'm I'm don't worry. It's not out of control. Listen, I don't know what the real answer is, but I do know this. We'll probably find out on the next season of yeah, I'm the sure Kardashians on Hulu. Sit down with her, right? Right. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll sit down with you and tell you about the crazy, stupid idiots. Pew, pew. Yes, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. In a segment we have been doing since our very first day as a show on the air. Crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. 
Hawaii? Is Korea. Oh, we haven't been to Korea in a while. I know, South Korea. And we're gonna go to a an apartment building in uh I'm not I won't even try to say the province. Um but it is a recently built apartment building. And what had happened was recently built, okay. Yep. So the, a newer apartment building and families who lived in this apartment building were complaining about a very offensive odor that they were experiencing throughout the building. And they were like, it doesn't go away. It seems to just get worse. Okay. And they were complaining about it for so long that finally, finally, a resident requested an inspection. And so an official from the construction company that built this apartment building came to inspect the construction they checked plumbing they checked floors they checked walls and they checked the ceiling and that's when they found the source of the offensive oh, odor oh no. was it like a rotting rat or no, something no no not that uh oh god was it a human it came from a human oh no was it poopy it was poopy uh they found... Wait a minute. In the ceiling? In the ceiling. There was poop in the ceiling. I'm going to try my best to explain to you why there was poop in her ceiling. They found three plastic bags filled with human waste. Um, did somebody just forget it was up there? Yep. Mm-hmm. So That's apparently... Nasty. So, and they found this when they removed a ceiling light, and they found that the odor got much worse... I know. Oh, God, I cannot imagine what that was like. They, it was so bad, they could not even take photos of the evidence or film the... Yeah. Why? Like, because it smelled so bad. They had... It was just so terrible that oh, they God. were... They were able to remove the bags. Okay. Oh. I like that there's a picture. I don't know if it's them removing or what it is, but it has the face blurred out as if, like, that's... Well, a picture? <laughs> I think there might be some shame involved with, like, leaving three bags of human stuff in a building. Well, that I you're, still don't. Do we, do we know how it got yes. there? So this is what they believe. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a construction worker. I've never worked construction. Some of my best friends are not construction True. workers. I've been in buildings before. So I've True. appreciated the work that they do. Um, but apparently in emergency situations or when they're way up high, if there isn't a restroom oh God. available, they don't do they that. They have, you know, ways of doing that. And then they had a place where they had put it. Well, they forgot to remove it and they built around it. And so How do you forget the three bags of human feces that's wafting through the bu- the I place? I don't even know. Oh I don't even God. know. Also, like, was it just really humid or like Well why didn't it just like petrify? I don't. I like you well, think was, at a certain point it would I will dry say out. It was next to a, a light. Oh, so it was like oh, it was like so, barbecue poo. Yeah, shiny poop. Barb barbecue. Barba poo. I just uh, so anyway. Well, actually, it would be poobycue. That's true. <laughs> poobycue. It's been about seventeen <laughs> days since the bag was discovered, and the construction company. Uh, is, Hopefully they're going to get some like freebies or something it, like three months rent. Apparently it still just is terrible. Well, I'm sure you've had, um, you know, the mm-hmm. you've had baking turds in your ceiling for how long was this? So that's what I don't know. Um, 
it's the only timeline I have is that it was recently built and on May 29th was when the request for an inspection was made and it wasn't until July 2nd. So a full month later that they were um, able to do the inspection. So, but I don't know when they moved in oh, or how long. Isn't that terrible, though? Also, what was that person eating? I mean. That it stunk I, for I, that long? I do sort of feel like, I, I don't know if, it, it, it might not have, it just, any poo would stink if it were in your Ugh. ceiling for a while. So I just not, didn't think I was going to be saying those words today. So sorry. That's why I slowed down. That was a lot. I just, I want to know how big the bags were. Okay. So you've yeah, got, were the, they like you've got the morbid curiosity, the weird curiosity. Oh, we're already, we're already knees deep into the poop. We might as well, <laughs> might as well go all in. Uh, I don't, yeah, that I don't know. I don't know how much. I just know say three bags. Bags full of waste. I hope it's not garbage bags. That's gross. Oh, oh that would, well, again, I don't understand how the people that like, if it stunk that bad, how were you able to build a wall around it without smelling it? I don't it? know. And then it makes you wonder if they just did it to, like, be mean. Like, <laughs> like on purpose. Yeah, I'll give yeah. it one more of these. That's nasty. Yeah, it's Thank pretty you. nasty. That was nasty. Where are we going next, trainer? We are going across the pond, and we are going to uh, London, actually. And... Thank oh, you yes. very much. Hello. Uh, we're going to London, and I want to tell you about one of the biggest home invasion robberies in English legal history. Wow. So this saga begins with a uh, luxury lifestyle Instagram post. Tamara Eccleston, who is the model heiress daughter of the uh, Formula One boss, Bernie Eccleston. Okay. Uh, announced that she and her family were going to Lapland for the holidays with a picture of her daughter on a private jet. On the night they left, a gang of thieves broke into their family home, which, by the way, they live on something called Billionaire's Row. Well. Must be rough. Yeah. The, uh, and thieves broke in and stole $30 million in cash, watches, I mean, all sorts of stuff. Again, you're like, what does this have to do with crazy, stupid Yeah, idiots? I mean... That the, I will just say those sound like uh, burglars that are good at their job. Yeah. And uh, they would have gotten away with it, too, except one of them was a crazy, stupid idiot. Uh-oh. It's how. Oh, did he leave something behind? He did leave something behind. Uh-huh. But not where you think. It wasn't actually. He, he didn't leave anything behind at the scene of the crime. And in fact, they had very little to go on until they had something to go on. So... They did come across something that one of the victims left behind, but not at the scene of the crime. It was at a hotel mm-hmm. that the criminals ended up staying at. After the robbery. Yeah, that ultimately led them to figure out it was this group of people uh, that did the robbery. They, you know, how when you stay at a hotel, when you check out, if you're a really nice person, you leave a little, you, like you leave a tip for the people who are going to turn the room. Mm-hmm. He left a... Uh, he left a piece of art, a, a rare well, piece of art that was there. Actually, I mean, you're not far off. He did, let's just say he sent a piece of his own art to one of the people behind the desk at the hotel. He pooed? Nope, not poop. Peed? He uh, sent one of the women uh-huh. at the hotel a photo, a photo of something. 
of, of his wiener and all the stuff that he stole. Nope, just his wiener. Oh, okay. <laughs> and long story short, yeah, hey, they <laughs> were long. You did say tip, so okay. <laughs> it was a hot tip. Uh, so it turned out that one of the group had sent this woman at the hotel a string of lewd messages on the hotel's out-of-hours iPhone, one of which was a wiener pic. Staff at the hotel had even saved the guy's number as, quote, weirdo. So it was saved on the company's phone. And they had done some, uh, like, long story short, they looked at a bunch of photos, and in the UK, they like, everything is on camera. So they were able to narrow down a, a bunch of... Uh, possible suspects and when they made this connection at the hotel with the wiener pick they then were able to crack the entire case wide open and it was literally did just because they have a because... wiener lineup? What's that? Did they have like a wiener lineup? <laughs> no, they did not have a wiener lineup uh, because presumably it came from his phone. Oh. A 23 year old Italian called Yugoslav Jovanovic, which doesn't sound very Italian mm-hmm. to me. Anyway, uh, he was the one, the offending party. And once they had his identity, they were able to piece together his movements after he entered the country. And that's when they were able to connect him with a bunch of other uh, people and some robberies carried out at other high profile celebrity homes, including but not limited to a Premier League coach. Wow. And uh, some other rich sports guy uh, back in. Uh, like 2020. Wow. Italians and their sausage, I tell you. Hey! hey. Uh, you know what? I was going to take you somewhere else, okay. but we don't have time. Oh, all right. So I'll take you there tomorrow. Fabulous. Because today we are going to the My Talk 1071 birthday bash. And in order to warm up for that, we're going to go through uh, some of our uh, emails and some of the the notes and tweets from you all that you've been sending us today when we've asked you uh, to, to join us in reminiscing about My Talk. We've asked you uh, what your favorite My Talk memory is. So we've got some great memories. And we also did a little Ask Us Anything. We're going to get to those leftovers when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we are gearing up for the My Talk 107 120th birthday bash. Uh, and if you didn't get to win some tickets to get in, uh, you can take part in it still. We're going to be streaming it, obviously. You'll be able to listen to it live on the air, My Talk 1071. Or you can listen to it on the app, but also you can watch it, streaming it live at MyTalk1071.com, but also. Uh, on YouTube. So we'd love for you to be a part of it. And uh, usually we play a little game here called the Throwback Live. We're not going to do that today. We're going to get to some of the leftovers. We'd ask people to share their favorite My Talk memories. And also we opened up the phones and uh, asked if people wanted to ask us questions, a little ask us anything. And uh, Bradley, we had a few leftovers. Yes, lefty over. I actually think this one's the perfect one for right now because we usually play this game right now, the throwback live. Live. Shelly asked. Which we're not playing. We're not playing it today. Shelly said, what does it say in the throwback live intro when it announces Holly? I can't understand what it says and it drives me crazy every time. Sounds like now in the spotlight. Well, it's actually uh, from a Beyonce song, and it's Who Runs This Mother? Who Runs This Mother? It's from uh, Girls Run the World. Who Run the World? I don't know what it, the song is actually called. Girls. But that's Yeah, Who Run This Mother? So that's what it is, which I love, because Holly, in case you all don't know, Holly actually does run this mother. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I mean, not just our show. A lot of stuff around here. So Holly is a gem, and we are so thankful for her. Uh, and so, yeah, we like to uh, 
honor her in that way. But of course. Who runs this mother? Uh, do you want to do you want to do another one here, Bradley? Yeah. Let's Which one do you want to see do? what we've got here next on the line? We have um, um, boo, 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 boo. Phil asked uh, your most disappointing interview. Tan mom. Uh, I would say, Phil, that I don't mm. think t- I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Panmom was our most disappointing no, she interview. Delivered. I think, Phil, you should know the answer to this question as a listener to my talk mm-hmm. and specifically the Colleen and Bradley show as well. Mm-hmm. That our most disappointing interview of all time was, Colleen... Vicky Lawrence. Yeah. Oof. V-Law. Oh, that was a stinker. And we it was such a huge bummer because we were so excited to meet her because yeah. we loved her work so much. We it, it, The air just went out of that balloon, the helium or whatever, whatever gas was inside of that balloon. Well, oh, there was stunk, gas. Frankly. <laughs> the hardest... We were really bummed because, oh. and I'm sure that Vicky Lawrence, look, is she's an incredibly talented, pioneering female uh, comedian, writer, um, you know, producer, television lady. But mm-hmm. <laughs> when she was a guest on the Colleen and Bradley show, and by the way, not just the Colleen and Bradley show, because you remember she was doing like the media rounds mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities that day. And we actually had a heads up that things were a little salty, a little less than ideal. Well, and we, because we were so thrilled, I mean, she might have been the most A-list person we'd had on our show. At this point, we were so excited. We set aside, and we hardly ever do this, two full segments, a half hour of the show. Because we thought, it's Vicki Lawrence. It was one of our idols. Agony. Yeah, because, well, part of it is, you know, it's that celebrity thing where, like, the thing you realize when you have a job like we do that you have to come to terms with is that you don't get to always talk to the people that you want to talk to about the things you want to talk to them Mm -hmm. about. Right. And that usually you just have to be ready to talk about what the person who shows up wants to talk about, which is fine. Like, you get it, right? We learn that lesson. We understand that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And which, yeah. And what she had come to talk about was her hive disease, which is real, but she wanted to talk to, that's why she was here. Yeah, well, and it was a paid, I think not paid, but she was doing like a, she was a spokesperson for a a pharmaceutical company that, that helped cure this hives things that she had yes. right and, and and we're like down to talk about yeah, anything. sure we'll do that but then also we'd like to talk about other things too how did that go brad not well not really well not well no, i still fact, feel that in fact well i think the most disappointing thing wasn't even the interview so much as the sort of off camera not off camera because we weren't on camera but off mic mm-hmm interaction with it was just like oh this is not the person i wanted it to be yeah which is not her fault she's just being her right but it was it was a come to jesus moment Mm -hmm. like you know when they say don't meet your idols i think they actually mean it and it was it's wise advice yeah uh and then phil asked another good question top three project down in dirties oh god top three 
Do you have thoughts? <sighs> yeah, I mean, my number one, no question, the easy question. This is the easiest thing to answer for me. Number one was musical. the musical, yeah. right? Number two, I would say, I don't know. I feel like number two and three are tied together, tied. Um, rock band and comedy. Oh, sure. Were my other two favorites. Yeah. I would say uh, definitely rock band number two. Number three, it would either be comedy or, gosh, there have been so many now. I know, right? You're like going through trying to figure out. I can't even remember the other ones. Okay, so we didn't do the first one. We did not do the first one. And then there was the Mall of America, no. Definitely not. That was the last and worst and most horrible one. Tragic. Um, There was Zoo. There was, was a lot this of fun. is not in order. There was zoo. There was restaurant. There was comedy. There was musical. There was rock band. There was art. There oh, was yeah. the art War was of the fun. Worlds. War of the Worlds was fun. There, I would yeah. say comedy or War of the Worlds because I really, you know, I, I loved the radio thing. Yeah, that it was, was a little, super fun. Uh, you know, a little different just because that was COVID. Yeah. So we we weren't doing the usual, but right. that was still a lot of fun. The way I try to always remember it is where, like, where were we staying mm. during each particular one? Yeah, because what happens off the air is the stuff nobody sees, and we all get to hang out together, which we never get to do. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of fun. Okay, do uh, what? Which one do you want to do next, Bradley? Uh, I've got a, a couple memories. Do you want to sure, hear a memory? Do a memory. Uh, this one, uh, this one comes from Emily. This one I've never heard Emily tell this story, and I want to thank you for sharing this with us because this is fantastic. She said, "My favorite my talk memory: listening to the throwback live at two forty-five and laughing so hard that I was crying while driving." It also got me pulled over for reckless driving. Oh, my God. When the trooper heard that what I was laughing at, he said to wait until I was in control before driving and then laughed himself as he drove off. Oh, my God. Emily, that's I, I want to that. say that's uh, awesome, but not really, because I don't want you to drive recklessly. Right. But, honey, I'm, I'm sorry. A uh, check is not in the mail. You yes. cannot hold us responsible. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> not paying for that ticket. We're grateful for the story. Yes, thank you. Uh, and Jill said, how does Rocco find all those movie and TV quotes that he uses in promos, intros, etc.? Is there some kind of database, or does he just have them all in his head somehow? I really think he just has them in his head. I, You know what? I think that's called is, YouTube, I think. Yes. I think that's such a good question. I've been in the room with him before when he's tried out things with me. Like, oh, can I, should I use this one or this one or this one? And I even am wondering, where did you find that? How did you do that? He's a genius. He's an absolute he does have, genius. I know he's got a music database that he can use. Yes. That's like a, that, you know, that anybody could use. But I do think that the quotes and stuff come from his just, you know, Rocco is the person, of course, who you know, would throw uh, parties and uh, remember Mm -hmm. we we used to do it at the station too, where he would show uh, episodes of old TV shows. So he just has this like encyclopedic brain about old TV that I think allows him to pick stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're talking about is uh, every year around Christmas time, he has collections of Christmas episodes of your favorite TV shows um, from your youth yeah. or in before fact, your youth and I, we watch them. And, and um, it goes, it does go well beyond that because there have been times where I have gone in and been like, have, do you remember? And he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Just like whatever a, episode of some. Oh, there's some just, there's show. some really interesting like rabbit hole episodes from some of our favorite shows that 
very few people would know about unless they've just, you know, been obsessed by the most random things. Mm -hmm. And of course, Rocco is just one of those people that has tons of random knowledge. And we love him for it. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, you know, I think I do actually, I know he will be at uh, Lush for our 20th 20th birthday bash. Every time I say it, I like trip over it because I cannot believe 20th birthday bash. This radio station has been around for 20 years. I know. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. And uh, we're very excited. I know that there are going to be some special guests showing up. uh, And I think it's not a secret that Ian and Marjorie are going to join us. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to seeing them. For those of you who have listened to my talk for the past 20 years, you know, you remember Ian and Marjorie. Ian was on right at the very start. And then uh, Marjorie showed up um, first under the moniker, the redhead. And then she was her own person on the radio station, yeah. had her very own show. And then she hung out, hung out with us, us for, for like three months. Yeah. So um, we own her. We love her. I mean, we think she's ours because we had so much fun with her. We love her, and we can't wait to see them. We can't wait to see all of you. I think they're both coming up in the next hour. Yes, so stay tuned for the My Talk 20th birthday bash. We'll be back tomorrow to recap it. Stay safe out there and be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye!